Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Podcast Divine. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things, but it's okay. Yeah, but there's, there's your sound clip. <laughs> I love it. Got our sound clip for the intro to the episode. So. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny. I'm Andy. I'm Diva. And I'm Armani. And we are blessed that you are listening to us today. Thank you so and much highly for that. favored. And highly favored as well. Today, we are going to introduce you formally, deeply, and madly to Armani Reese. Officially, since, I mean, basically, he's the returning podcast champion at this point. So... Three times. Three times now. Yeah, but one time doesn't count because you yeah. all were real drunk. Yeah, yeah. It counts. Count. And three times. And yes. To be, and to be fair, we are on our way now. So ah. Let's uh, let's let's go. Let's Highway go. to hell. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So, welcome back. As always, as I said last time, you're always welcome on Podcast Divine. So, thank you for having me. You're a beautiful man, and I appreciate you. And thank you for letting me borrow your Pokemon game for Switch. You're actually admitting that. Yes, on 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 camera. Well, it's not even really like a. It's it's like a Pikachu, it's a Pikachu side Pikachu. hustle thing. It is. It's a Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I, I could like, always I have like a Pikachu. I like the fact that you just hustle. used the word side <laughs> hustle. I've been watching the Supreme for Pikachu's. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Pikachu side hustle. Um, as an old school Game Boy gamer back in the day, this is the updated version of Pokemon Yellow. So, oh, is it really? It's basically the same thing. Deep joy. Yes. Deepest of joys. I did not know that. Yes. Okay. Do so. you just get Pikachu right away? Yes. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's just like Yellow. I have no idea what y'all talking about. It's okay. You you played Donkey Kong on freaking arcade games because you're so freaking old. I'd never played Donkey Kong. Shots what did you play? Fired. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Okay, that oh, makes more sense. That's a whole other discussion. Get over here. <laughs> Finish it. Did you, did you watch the new movie? Yes. And? What'd you think of it? I liked it. I did too. Some people thought it was sh- or uh, uh, <laughs> like, some people thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best clown horn I've heard yet, honestly. <laughs> I think you're peeking the monitor out there, but that's fine. C- cigarette cough. Cigarette. That's the cigarette <laughs> smoker's clown horn. <laughs> Healthy clown horn. <laughs> he has a voice box too. He's like, my name Brian. I dog. But Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. Uh, I like. I love the gory side of it. It was. Um, it was great. I actually still prefer the original uh, one, uh, where the the song came out that you were just uh, singing there. Uh, Utah Saints. We talked Utah about it the Saints. other day, didn't we? We did. Oh, yeah, um, we did. Uh, yeah. So I, I preferred that one because it was more kind of uh, gimmicky. But the new one, yeah, I'm I'm all ready for another one. I'm all ready for number two. I think that I thought I thought it was really really good. I thought the character was the characters were great. The fights were amazing. 
The effects were great. Yeah, all right. No story whatsoever. Who cares? It's, it's Mortal a Kombat. Video, it's a video game turned into a movie. What the <laughs> do you want? Are you going to censor yourself live now to where we don't even have to edit it? Off. I'd be Thank you. <laughs> Armani, what'd you think of the Mortal Kombat movie? I got a little bored, honestly. Um, I'm going to have to do another Sherry now. <laughs> I mean, I played the games growing up, watched the first movie, which I agree with Andy, the first movie iconic i feel that shit. uh the new movie was just okay it was fine for two hours i didn't have to pay extra to see it in theaters was it two hours i thought it was like an hour hour and 20 minutes i know the, the original one was about an hour and 20 minutes well, it could have been i watched it twice that's how in bored a row. i was of it <laughs> i don't know how you were so bored i feel like i got well okay i don't play mortal kombat actively but i did get everything that i wanted out of Mortal Kombat that I was looking for. I mean, yeah, the campy and yeah, it was just campy enough, so campy. Plus, I yeah. thought Scorpion was his Scorpion one of my was the best characters. part of the movie. He's a badass. Yes, he was. Uh, Sub Zero, I thought was really cool and mm-hmm. and done in a very interesting way. And it kind of leaves you on a knife edge as to who Johnny Cage is in for number yes, two, right? So they they have suggested already that there will be a number two. So. But you can't beat the first original one for soundtrack because that soundtrack was unreal. Honestly, I haven't listened to that soundtrack. Hmm. Exploratory soundtrack exploration for the director of directions, Diva Divine. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? That's a lot of talking in circles. <laughs> it was. Um, it was the office of redundancy. What the f- just happened? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm cutting what all of that out. Say? Anyway, this was an interview. Shall we? Was. Is an interview. So, Armani. Yes. Who are you? That's a great question. That is a great question. What do you do? <laughs> How about uh, that one? Uh, what do I do? Uh, amateur chef. Aspiring baker. Music lover. Wine appreciator. Hard worker. Oh, wow, we're getting into some resume now. <laughs> I mean, is, isn't that what life is? Have you, resume? Uh, have you applied for some jobs recently? No. No. Where do you, where do you work? Uh, at the moment, Bottega in Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, that's where I work. <laughs> Wait I, a second. I may have seen, Holy shit. I may have seen you there a couple of times. <laughs> that's where I used to work. How about that? That's How where I've that? never worked. How about that? Have you ever That's been? Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> have you ever been to Bottega? Duh. That's Russian for yes. You have. Where yeah, was it I? was. Um, it was a good few years ago. You were not working there, oh. and I have to say, uh oh, was not impressed. Mm. <laughs> but 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 listening to uh, Armani and yourself. Uh, me and my wife will be visiting you very soon. You should go on with Lindsay and Kendrick. We should. They get special treatment. We do. We can do that. VIP status. VIP. Wine lover. It says wine <laughs> it lover say under wine Lady lover. Divine's it notes. <laughs> it does. I was actually uh, talking to my wife about um, Armani's, uh, he, when he was talking last week about his recipes that um, certain restaurants took from you. Um, uh. And... Uh, my wife was like, oh, he sounds amazing. I was like, yeah. 
does, and that's one of the reasons why we are going back to Bottega, because if he says something's good, it's probably going to be really good. So yes, yes. that's fair. So, and for those of you who don't know, um, Bottega is a restaurant here in Birmingham that is run by Chef Frank Stitt and his wife, Pardis Stitt. Uh, it's a very well-respected family in this area. They own three different restaurants. Um, that would be Bottega, Chez Fon Fon, and Highlands. Unfortunately, Highlands is not open currently uh, due to the pandemic, but they run a tight ship, and it really is amazing food. Um, and their staff is amazing, too. Yeah. I can speak a- for experience from that. Just being able to work with you guys was... Uh, a good experience for me. Um, I don't think I could have survived in any other restaurant capacity, especially in this town. And it was uh, it was great. I liked it. So, Armani, you did say you were an amateur chef earlier, correct? correct. I dare say that he is an intermediate chef, the actually. Intermediate. All right. Fifth mm-hmm. through seventh grade. <laughs> <laughs> Eighth grade reading level. Yes. Eighth grade reading level, yes, for sure. Has, how I read good. how long have you worked for Bottega uh two years and has that influenced your cooking your uh, passion for food it has um it's a great place to learn um what do you do there exactly I wear many hats uh mostly a server um but you might see me hosting sometimes uh, you might hear me answer your phone calls when you're calling in to place a curbside order. Which I would also like to interject that if your voice was on a sex line, I would call that sex line. Wow. What are you wearing? What's his number? <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> we're going to do an entire what's section. What's your number, man? Give me your number. I we're going to do... We're going to do an entire section of Armani ASMR later. So we're going to do an entire sex <laughs> What are you wearing? <laughs> Nothing. Please continue. Sorry. <laughs> we were talking about how Bottega has inspired <laughs> your intermediate chefistry. Chefery. <laughs> it's more like fuckery and chefery together. Chefistry. It's like chemistry, but artistry yes. and chefdom. Ooh. <laughs> chefdom. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's inspired me a lot um in terms of being able to uh, utilize local ingredients, um, which local source, I'm going to give them a quick shout out. Um, not a sponsored post. Not a sponsored post, but... but could be. But <laughs> should be. But they gave me a uh, very kind shout out on their Instagram story the other day. Well, I saw that. Um, so nice. Which was very nice of them. Um, and so being able to utilize local ingredients and ingredients that I wouldn't use on an everyday basis, um, working at Bottega has afforded me, uh, the opportunity to be able to do that. Did you go to school to be a chef? No, I went to school to be a singer. A singer? A singer. Wow. It's almost like you're on a music podcast. What? (laughs) Since when? Where'd you go to school? I went to a small private college in Cedar Rapids, Iowa called Coe College. C-O-E. Okay. Andy, I'm so curious. Have you ever been to Iowa? No, but my wife used to live in Iowa. Really? Yeah. 
Wow, okay. I've been to Iowa. Davenport I specifically. I think I've been to Iowa. It was a lot of corn. A lot of corn, a not lot of soybeans. There's not a lot of anything there, right? Except for corn. And soybeans. Wait, soybeans, is, yes. Is there is that the state with a big Amish population? Um no, that's Utah, is it not? No, that's I went to one of the <laughs> different That's Mormon. That's, that's Mormon. Mormon. It's very different. <laughs> ah, let's talk about the Book of Mormon. Ah. No, let's not. Let's not. I believe this is not a religious podcast. Dot com. I was, I was I was going towards um Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh yeah. Scenario. I know. I know where we're Let's not at. go there because um I'll I'll literally take over the microphone. Dum 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 dum. Yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be we'll be here forever. Yes. So you went to school to become a singer? Yep. Um auditioned for this college and got offered scholarships right on the spot and initially it was for uh vocal music education, and then somewhere down the line, I decided to make that jump to vocal performance and realized that I love the aspect of performing more than I do teaching. I totally get that. Um, I'm the same way. I'm a terrible teacher, actually. I have zero patience with any of my former students. So still to this day, I hate them all. No, I'm just kidding. There were a few good ones, but... Honestly, I could never teach drums again. Some of us in this room spent quite a bit of time teaching music lessons, um, voice or piano or drums or uh, for a, a company here in the city. Um, and one of us teaches children how to play soccer. Can you football. guess? Can you guess who it is? Probably the Englishman, perhaps. So at one point, Armani. Being a vocal performance major, you you once told me a story about uh, a certain song that you sang. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that and the frivolity behind it. Yeah, so my college, uh, the theater troupe that uh, we would put on these Follies. variety shows, uh, variety shows yeah. like twice a month, uh, where you had five minutes to do whatever, whether it was singing, uh, stripping. Um, Stripping Doing various different things As long as you didn't harm The audience, yourself, or the space And uh, every single time They had to clap for you no matter what It was called Blind Spot In Iowa Yes Um, And so I performed Out of however many times I performed uh, Red Solo Cup And was banned from ever singing it again. Uh, can I ask what that is? Because I have zero idea. Is that that red solo cup? Is that, that Toby uh-huh. Keith? Question mark. Yes. yes. What's that wow. about? I have. You're gonna have to go a little deeper into this for me. It's literally about a red solo. He's, cup. he's singing a song about a plastic cup. About how a red solo cup is his best friend because he's getting. Base. Have you ever been to like a white trash party and everyone's drinking out of the same red cup? That's the red solo cup. Um, yes, Montevallo. It's true. <clears throat> University. <clears throat> College town. Yeah. University of Montevallo, which is just south of Birmingham, for those of you not familiar with it. If, um, if you've seen the movie Back to the Future, um, that's pretty much Montevallo because like we live in what, 2021? You go to Montevallo, you feel like you're in like, I don't know, 1970, 
1960. I don't know. It's it's just a very quaint town. Checks out. Yeah. It's 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 a it's, town. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, I did not know that. It's the Not University of Montevallo. I just thought it was a university somewhere around Birmingham. No, no, no it's um, it's a town. It's a town. It's uh, South it's Shelby actually County. A very very uh, good university by all accounts. Too. It is so fair play to them for sure. One well accredited. I like when I when I was down that when I was living down that way with uh, my best friend. He, um, long story short, he brought me over here. And um, there was two bars, two bars, and then I think it went to one bar. So I don't know how many bars they have now, but um, it's not looking good. No. The ratio's not looking good. So Armani, I, I don't really know you as well as uh, Kenny and Diva. How do, you knew, how do you know these guys? So Diva I work with at Bottega, and uh, Kenny I know from karaoke. Uh, being able to perform a few times. And so it's just been a uh, great experience getting to know them. Do you have a uh, go-to karaoke song? Ooh, uh, typically Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Classic. That's a good go-to. It's a fantastic go-to. You must have some pipes on you, man, because that's a high song. It is a hard song, but it's a song that I love. I have a story about that. Um... Uh, there was a Divine show at Tin Roof a few weeks ago, and I was like, I want Armani to come up and sing one. And I showed him our set list, and I'd forgotten that Don't Stop Me Now was on our set list, and we haven't played it in about three years. Holy shit. Yes. And yet somehow we pulled off a fairly decent on the musical end version of Don't Stop Me Now. I may or may not have forgotten the words. It's okay. It happens to the best of us. Did you as have the words as, in front of you? No. no. As long as you uh, hit those tunes, people are so drunk, they don't know the words anyway. It was pretty late in the night, too. So, yes, that was the, that was the case, which benefited everyone. So, <laughs> so I mean, I mean Freddie, Freddie is a very hard act to follow. No one can ever do that. Truly. So, truly, so truly. anyone that sings Queen, in my opinion, is just trying. And so. God bless you. Um because he is possibly the greatest, possibly contentious. Mm. We could talk about that, maybe. Mm-hmm. But in my eyes, the greatest singer. Wow, uh, that's a, quite a statement. Um, so we have your go-to karaoke song. My next question is, what is your belligerently drunk karaoke song? Don't stop me now. I don't think I've ever <laughs> hit that point. Um I guess if I had to choose one, and it has yet to happen, so there's plenty of time for it to, um, we are never, ever, ever getting getting back back together. together. Yes, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Little Tay-Tay. A little bit of Tay-Tay. Is it going to be one of those podcasts where we start mentioning Taylor Swift every podcast? I will gladly. Let's not piss off the listeners. Yeah, you're right. James. Sorry, James. So, Diva, what is your belligerently drunk song to go to, as you asked, Armani? Um, belligerently drunk? Okay, I would love to get real fucked up and sing Honka Tonk Badonka Donk. I don't need a screen. <laughs> I don't need the words. I know all that shit anyway. And I'm ready to just let it hang out. 
<laughs> I can appreciate that for sure. Uh, on the opposite side, my go-to uh, karaoke song typically is probably Mr. Crowley, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. That is one that I really enjoy. Plus, it has these nice little guitar interludes. So if I need a second mm-hmm. to warm up or chug a beer for nerves, I have the time. Kenny, what about you? It's changed over the years, but I would honest to God say that it is Send Me an Angel by Real Life. The fact that you didn't say tainted love makes me so proud. I'm 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 progressing as a human being. This is so days. nice. Yes. So belligerently drunk, Kenny. Belligerently drunk, Kenny. Uh that's a great question as well. I'm gonna have to think about that one for a sec. Um Honestly, if I if if I'm a uh, if I'm a sad boy, if I'm you know being extra emo, it would be crowded houses. Don't dream it's over. Wow. Honorable mention is holding on to the unseen hand, the Gaither vocal band version. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrew, what's your go-to karaoke song? And pardon my English accent. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to. Pardon my Alabama accent. Yeah, yes, honey. Roll Tide, sweet cheeks. So, um, (laughs) I guess, My Way, Frank Sinatra. That's your go-to? Drunks, yeah. Oh, that's your belligerently drunk one? Yeah, yeah. And and or, and or, right said Fred, I'm too sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Can I amend mine just ever so slightly? Like you when don't I'm get to go back, bitch. I can do what I want to. It's my podcast. That's fair. It has your name on it. When I'm belligerent, if I drank, obviously, it would be "Relaxed" by Frankie Goes to Hollywood because I still don't know the words, and I can just go "Relax, don't do it," and be just fine. I got to Yes. Give it to me one time. Okay, so I have another question. What is your favorite karaoke moment, whether it be something that happened or a song you sang or a connection you made, whatever? Well, I'll go first. Please do. Um, My 30th birthday. um, 20 years ago, right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, And it was at Stir Crazy. And that's... It's a local Sounds Birmingham. Like it's, it's it's a Homewood. Uh, yeah, it's it's in it's in Homewood on Green Springs. But um, it's a hibachi. No, it's a karaoke. <laughs> it's bar. a karaoke oh. place. <laughs> Not stir fry, stir crazy. I mean, I just got really excited. And uh, anyway, so I I was not um, expecting the amount of people uh, to show up. Um, I walked in and the whole place was absolutely packed with people that I knew. And of course, all those people bought me soda pops. Soda pops. Because I don't drink alcohol. Is that what we're calling shots of whiskey? No, we're calling that shots of Jaeger. Anywho, (laughs) anywho, my go to drunk karaoke song was If You Drank. My Way, Frank Sinatra. And I literally had to be propped up. By a guy I did not know because I thought I knew him, I guess. I don't know. But I was Best singing friends. I was singing to some table that wasn't a part of my party and I don't remember like I know like all I know was my friends were like, Yeah, you just literally just lard it the whole way through, like 
la la. That because I couldn't, I couldn't like literally function. Wow, I'm impressed. They weren't. <laughs> <laughs> it's stir crazy though. I mean, what do you? I say no. My friends were very impressed. Oh, that's good. That I that I could literally crawl to that table. That was impressive. The <laughs> amount of soda pops that I was given that night. Lots um, of soda pops. But these strangers were just literally trying to stop me from falling into their table. I understand that. Whilst me still singing. Soda pop's pretty heavy these yeah, days. Yeah, too much sugar. Way too much sugar. I understand. How, how, how about you, Amani? Hmm. Um, I would have to say for my sister's birthday one year, we did kind of like a karaoke tour around the city. That and sounds like so much fun. And uh, pre-pandemic, man, it was a blast. It's a it different wasn't, world. It wasn't me singing, um, but it was her singing uh, "Diva" by Beyonce because yes. her birth name is actually Diva. And Stop. Are you insinuating that mine's not? I mean, there's more than one Diva. Her Christian name is Diva. Your pagan name is Diva. It's different. <laughs> There's only one Diva that matters. <laughs> wow. Okay, here we go. Beyonce. Yes. Beyonce, yes. <laughs> but yeah, getting to see her perform her namesake was a really cool moment for me. I love that. Kenny? It's so wholesome. Kenny, what about you? Honestly, my favorite karaoke memory was a rap party for a movie. I can't remember what movie it was, but it was happening at the Collins, which is a local Birmingham staple. That's the one with the paper or the airplanes. Yes, the paper airplanes and the periodic table as well. Yeah. Ruben Stuttered's name is up there. It's true. Shout out to Ruben. Shout out to Ruben. We'll get him on the podcast uh, soon. I was hosting that one, right? Yeah, I think you were. Yeah. Andy was actually hosting it. Uh, Aaron Eckhart was there, who we've mentioned before, has played Two-Face and a bunch of other awesome characters on movies. And he sang the Dukes of Hazard. He sang the Dukes of Hazard that night. That was a fond memory, but I got to sing Tainted Love in front of Aaron Eckhart. And I think he applauded. Who wouldn't? I mean... I probably hip thrust a few times. Once That's what you I perform do. the song five hundred times, I feel like it's golden, no matter what. It's so true. He probably stood up and applauded. Honestly, he might have. It was a full standing O. We're just gonna say it was a full standing O. You probably thought you were really attractive. He probably did. Mm. Diva, why must you crush my ego? <laughs> She's a picky bitch. Um. I'll say that my favorite memory probably comes from Pale Eddie's, which is a bar here in Birmingham that is no more. R.I.P. Pale Eddie's. R.I.P. Pale Eddie's. Such a sad, sad situation. It's a lingerie store now, by the way. Well, you know, and good for them, you know? Yeah, good for them. Fab. Um, But mine comes from... Pale Eddie's used to be this place that we went to once a week for karaoke every week. Get really hammered every week, and and just have a really great time. Who was hosting that karaoke? That would be Mr. Andy Devine next to me. God, I get around. Don't That's I? actually how we met. Uh, is at Pale Eddie's. It was with a date. You doing it was a lovely day. It was beautiful karaoke. Um, and I got really hammered one night and decided to sing "Crying." 
by <laughs> by Aerosmith, which I have never sang in my life. I just watched a YouTube video of Kelly Clarkson singing it earlier that day, and I was, you know, really drunk. I don't drink soda pop. I was drinking probably everything. And uh, I got up there and decided to just go for it and hit notes I never knew I could and blacked out halfway through and had a great time. This was when the, the uh, stage was at the back of the bar yes. rather than at the front of the bar. I remember um, because I was probably a massive part of the reason why you were drunk because I used to be able to go behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> And make my own drinks. I remember those days. Not that we ever condone that. <laughs> R.I.P. We Paletti's. <laughs> we were able to make our own soda pop behind the bar. That's because right. Because we knew the owners mm-hmm. and the managers and everything else. A little bit of Sprite here, a little bit of Coke there. So what's coming up in the world of Divine Entertainment? Well, uh, coming up, we've got some sorority gigs. We're going to the land of the cowbell in Starkville, Mississippi, coming up. Uh, we are also playing... Many, many places in Birmingham. We've got Superior Grill coming up. Uh, we have Dave's Pub coming up, which are your excuse me, which your nemesis James Bird is going to be playing bass on very soon. Why does he have to be my nemesis? Because he hates Taylor Swift. Oh uh, yeah, my nemesis. So your nemesis James Bird will be <laughs> on a show very or uh, yeah on a show very soon, and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Um, we also have added a saxophonist to a few upcoming dates as well, so keep an eye out for those. His name is Ryan Schultz. He's a beautiful man, and he is fantastic at what he does. What venues are you going to be doing that with? That will be at Superior Grill, and also, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's going to be with us at Ghost Train Brewing, which, when this podcast airs, will be... This coming up Saturday. The date of August 28th, 2021, in the year of our Lord. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on Podcast Divine. Our apologies to Matt Damon for not being able to get him. <laughs> Can't do it! I just, just keep going, even if we're laughing in the background, it's fine. Go. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny, and a friendly reminder to everyone here, wash your hands, hug your mama, and don't be a dick.